Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Good evening and welcome to Newsnight. We're live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra, in Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. We are t- also on Facebook, we're on Twitter Spaces and we're on myjoyonline.com. Tonight, police to flood Asin North with 800 armed police officers in a bid to forestall violence before, during and after the crucial by-election. They are bringing no less than 800 police people there. So if they are bringing 800, the place is, it has 99 police officers. So it means that uh, one police may have a average of about eight police okay. persons. We have the latest from the constituency as the EC concludes balloting for four candidates. We'll tell you who occupies which position. Also, former EC boss Dr. Kujua Farijan warns maintaining too many coalition stages in Ghana's electoral process could create room for tempering with election results as he urges the EC to ditch the regional coalition system. And then we'll give you details of that and also put the spotlight on the Boko conflict as the Asantehene Otunfo say to the second steps up peace talks further with feuding factions in the age-old conflict. Details as the feuding factions in the area have already honored separate invitations by Mencia. Yeah. 
And barely three months after Joy News aired the One District Some Factories Hotline documentary, the government has started rolling out interventions aimed at resolving the challenges bedeviling the policy. The information I got was that the president himself saw the documentary and he wasn't happy at all about what he saw. So immediately he taxed some officials in government to ensure that the issues are resolved. In business, banks and other financial institutions lost more than 50 million Ghana cities due to fraud cases for last year. And in sports, a 10-man black materials play out a 1-1 draw with Egypt under 23 in a friendly ahead of AFCON under 23 tournament. And also in the package, government begins works on some potholes across the country. Following Joy New Series, GH Potholes Exhibition details as we put the spotlight on the potholes at the park ground runabout in Sekendi Tadi. Potholes have been developed in the southern part of runabout and northern part of runabout are being developed. So we are waiting for eastern part of the runabout to develop. We have that and more in tonight's edition of Newsnight. Please do well to join us with your thoughts and your comments via WhatsApp 055 You're watching us live on our social media platforms. Please leave your comments with the hashtag Newsnight. I am MFA Apau. And my name is Evans Mensah. And we start tonight from Asin North, where ahead of the crucial by-elections, there 800 armed police officers are set to be deployed in a bid to forestall violence before, during and after the polls. The Director of Electoral Services of the Electoral Commission, uh, Dr. Sribo Kwaku, also indicates that contacts and engagements have been held uh, with the political parties to ensure a peaceful poll. Uh, listen to him talking about the security arrangements uh, currently being instituted. From to express the appreciation of the commission to the IGP. For Kumaru, he was there in person, and I could count more, more than 150 motorbikes. So the place was flooded with the police and their facilities and the rest. That's why we read that the place was peaceful. And as I speak to you, I was in uh, Western North over the weekend, and uh, I met the regional commander. Uh, 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 I don't know the rank, but he's called Tekuju. He's the regional commander there. And he's also a nice guy. And the assurance was that they are bringing no less than 800 uh, police people there. So if they are bringing 800, the place is, has 99 police officers. So it means that uh, one police may have a average of about eight uh, police so persons. So we are hoping that the security will be beef up and we have peaceful relations. The most important thing is that Nobody should use lose a strip of the of the hair because we are going to uh, vote for somebody. So we are we are we are already in, in contact with them, discussing the way the election could be conducted peacefully, and we also appeal to all stakeholders that they should go there, do the right things, what they should do, what they are supposed to do, so that you don't infringe on the law, so that you maybe you have. An issue to do with the law after the violation. Mm. It will not be in anybody's interest. An important player in this will be the political parties themselves. Of course, you met the police, they give me assurances. Uh, do you plan to meet the parties before? I think I've said it already that 
as part of the program, there will be a RIPAC meeting at the regional level, and there will be a DAPAC meeting at this level. I have the timetable, but I don't have it now with me. So they will meet them. Mm -hmm. There's no way we can have a election without a, meeting a, a RIPAC meeting. So you know that balloting was also done. I would be taking you to uh, Asin North shortly. They've concluded the balloting for the four candidates uh, contesting the Asin North constituency by-election. We know that James Jachikwe Singh is representing the NDC. Charles Opoku for the NPP. Sefanu Benes Enyonam is representing the LPG. And Abedu Agatha is an independent candidate. And I'm sure you're interested in who places, uh, which positions uh, they've all placed so far after the balloting. And Charles Opoku of the NPP is at the top of the ballot, first on the ballot paper, followed by the LPG's Sefanu Benes Enyonam, number two. Then we have James Jachikwesing, number three, the third position on the ballot paper, followed by the independent candidate, that's um, uh, Madame, what's her name again? Uh, we have Abedu Agatha, he's the independent candidate, number four. She's at Aseho. So now all is set now uh, for that uh, ballot to be printed. Now that we have the uh, positions settled, I want to bring in the NDC's Deputy General Secretary, Musa Fagbandi. Mr. Fagbandi, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. I believe, were you there on the ground when the balloting happened and happy with the third place you chose? Thank you very much and thank you for having me. I think that the NDC is very comfortable with the number three on the ballot. Um, it's a very comfortable number. Uh, it adds up to our victory. But what we, what is more important is that we will want uh, more assurance of security for the purposes of this election. And once the election is transparent, once the AC demonstrates the highest level of professionalism, NDC should be able to win the seat comfortably. We don't have a problem. You, you talked on. Uh, you talked about security. Uh, you've been on the ground. Why is that? A, why is that a big deal for you? It's a big deal because um, uh, even it's what happened in Ayawasu West Wagon by government, the MPP, and its machineries. It's something that uh, is a scar on the NDC. We remain guided by future events. And that we're saying that the Ghana Police Service should be able to demonstrate commitments just as they did in uh, Kumau, so that citizens who will cast their votes, the Electoral Commission itself, the two political parties that are participating in this election, or the three, would have a security-free, you know, a freedom to be able to participate and discharge their responsibility. Um, with cases where government functionaries would like to impede, would like to prevent, would like to intimidate uh, peaceful Ghanaians from voting is something that the NDC will not countenance with. We would not want to see a repetition of an election that was supposed to be peaceful, which landed in, in you know injuries of people and loss of lives. And so we believe that the police should give us enough protection they should give their constituency and, enough and just, security and just tonight we've heard that the plan is to deploy 800 police officers this will flood the entire constituency an average of eight officers per polling station isn't that enough well if they deploy 800 that can contain the prevailing insecurities 
that should be enough. But you can have 800 security and they can't contain the prevailing insecurity. So what we are saying is that the Ghana Police Service is enjoying with the ultimate responsibility to protect our elections and to protect the people who will cast their vote. And then we look up to the Ghana Police Service to, you know, should be able to account for lives and property after the election. Okay. Okay, I'm grateful, um, Mustafa Bande, uh, for, for that. At least we, we got clarity as far as what the NDC's position is on the elections going forward. Security is a key thing uh, for them, and mm -hmm. we know that 800 officers will be deployed uh, to the place. What about the MPP? Let's find out from Communications Director uh, Richard Ahiagba. We're grateful for your time here on Newsnight. I'm curious, we'll talk about security, uh, but your candidate is number one on the ballot. You're happy with the choice you made? Hello? Is that is that a question for me? Yes, it is, Ms. Naya. Oh, okay. Okay. I, could, I couldn't have you hear it. Okay. Yes, certainly. Our candidate is uh, number one. Uh, that certainly is, is okay. Uh, we just want to be on the ballot. It doesn't really matter what position we're on. Uh, so we are number one. We'll make do with that. Uh, what is important for us is the message that we're taking to the people. Uh, we... We have an indication that message is resonating with the people. And so that's the more important thing for us. Mm. Well, for the NDC also, uh, one thing that's very important to them is the issue about security. We've been hearing from the EC hinting that about 800 police officers will be deployed in Asin North ahead of the by-election, amongst others. What for the NPP will be key? Security is also high on your agenda? Well, certainly. Uh, we, we, we know we're going to win this election, fair and square. And so security is key for everyone. But uh, I would disagree slightly to say that uh, the police must account for lives and property. All of us must account for our own conduct and then be in a position to be peaceful. Because if I'm peaceful, you are peaceful, all of us are peaceful. There isn't anything that is going to go wrong with a, a group of peaceful people deciding to have a peaceful election. So we, on our part, are focused and are determined uh, to have a peaceful election. Uh, the NDC should hold themselves to the same standard, and I think we're going to have a peaceful election. And how about Operation um, Occupy Asin North? I'm sure that's something we can talk about much later. Uh, but we'll move on at this point. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Um, Richard Ahiagba is Communications Director of the MPP. Well, let's bring in Kojo Pumpunia Sante uh, with the CDD. And this is a crucial election that uh, we know that the CDD is watching as well, Evans. Yes, they are. And Kojo Sante joins us right now from the CDD. Uh, thank you very much, Dr. Sante, for your time. Um, I wonder, how is the CDD, and of course with Kodeo, how are you viewing this particular by-election? We're just coming on the back of uh, Kumewu and many, many concerns there of vote buying, uh, abuse of incumbency. What's your view on this going into this by-election? Well, I mean, I think, uh, thank you very much uh, for the opportunity. Um, but I think... Uh, uh, I think everybody recognizes that this is uh, uh, an important election because uh, by-elections always tend to, you know, bring a lot of challenges. Uh, we've seen a lot of violence in the past uh, in, in almost every by-election that we have had. Uh, Kumewu, uh, I think, went well, uh, except, you know, all the incidents of vote buying and, and uh, abuse of incumbency that we witnessed there. And given that Asin North is a very competitive seat, 
and actually the spread of competition across the electoral areas makes it very hard you know for any party to win and we know the parties have uh all won before so this is almost for both the opposition that is uh competing to return to government and uh, for the incumbent that wants to hold on to power this is almost like a, a rehearsal you know for 2024 they want to show that they, they still have strength and uh, on the common side, but uh, the opposition also want to show that uh, they they are ready for government. So that already makes the stakes very, very high for the election. Do you plan to deploy monitors? Yes, Kodeo will deploy monitors for election. I'll be there myself. Um, uh, we, we, I think we've been quite disappointed with the, the way which... Uh, uh, sort of very unbridled sort of abuse of incumbency, everybody trying to explain it away and all of that. Uh, in the context of all the problems that we have, economic challenges, the concerns that have been raised about monetization of politics, uh, trying to, you know, re-examine the, the way in which we set up our politics and make it, you know, fit for purpose. I think it's disappointing that we don't want to stop doing the things that we have done in the past that got us to these places and we still we still continue so uh, we have to keep raising these issues and finding ways to reform you know our politics otherwise we're not going anywhere thank you very much don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Uh, Doctor, could you ask that? Thank you. So let's stay a while on the issues then. 
relating to elections in the country and the former electoral commission boss dr kujwa farijan is warning that maintaining too many coalition stages in ghana's electoral process could create room for tempering with election results he's been speaking at um, election technology and the future of elections in ghana a forum organized by the political science department of the university of ghana so voter tabulation sounds like a simple and straightforward activity However, examples from recent elections would indicate that collecting centers are the most vulnerable points in manipulating election results. So it is not desirable to set up many collection points in the results management process. Each collision center represents a point where results can be corrupted, willfully or through mistakes. Also, the more collision points there are in the results management process, the more difficult it is to track changes well, the Electoral Commission has been responding to that. Listen to Dr. Srebo Kwaku, who is a director of electoral services. But for presidential, all the 275 constituency results will have to be tallied. But bringing all of them to national was a bit cumbersome. So we said now, the results will always pass through the region. Then let the regions also do their collation. So that at national, you only collate 16 results. And that makes the original work simpler. So we now transfer the results from the constituencies to the region. So Ashanti region has the highest of 47, and half has the least of 46. So while somebody will be telling 46 result, 47 results in Ashanti region, half will be telling 6 results. And all these 16 results will come to the national, and national will also do the same telling, both manual and electronic. And once these figures are concluded, the results will be kept for the presidential. We all know that for presidential, you need to have absolute majority, 50% plus, before you can be declared. If you don't get the 50% plus, then we go for the run of within 21 days. And that is Dr. Sribo Kwaku, who is a director of electoral services at the EC. Well, let's focus on the Boko conflict now. And yes, Santehene Otunfo to the second has once again stepped up efforts and processes to help end the Boko chieftain's dispute. The feuding factions in the area have already honored separate invitations by the Menshia Palace. The conflict, which has persisted for decades, has resulted in loss of lives and property, also stifling development in the area. Nanaya Ojima has more in the following report. Research by the West African Network for Peace Building indicates 23 lives were lost in Boko conflict between January 31st and February 10th, 2023. Early this year, the installation of a new chief sparked violent disturbances in the area. Though efforts have been made in the past, including the deployment of military to solve the conflict, there have been no positive results yet. 
the Asante Hine, as part of an intervention, has met the parties separately to let down their weapons. The Otunfo spoke about the mediation efforts when the Minister for Chieftaincy and Religious Affairs, Stephen Asamoabwati, paid a courtesy call on him. <laughs> I am still on the Boku issue. I have called all factions separately. In peace and in truth, we will sit and listen to the issues. Both factions will be allowed to speak out, so we solve the issues. Already, I have spoken to the leaders of the factions and other relevant persons. Some have submitted documents to be studied, so we will look into all of that. We will all sit in one room and solve the issues. So that's a Nanaya Ojimase report there. And let's bring in, thankfully, the Chieftain's Minister himself, Stephen Asamoabwating. Thank you so much uh, for joining us here on Newsnight. So we know that um, the King started this in October 2022, for instance. I would, I'm, I'm interested in knowing whether this is being done in collaboration with Minshia and your ministry. Hello, Mr. Asamoabwating. It does appear uh, we don't have uh, Mr. Samoabwating. Let's try again. No, it doesn't look like. Mr. Samoabwating, can you hear me? Okay. It doesn't look like we have uh, Mr. Samoabwating with us um, on the phone. Let's stay with this issue a while longer because, as you know, the Boko conflict, it's been raging on for decades. And... The impact has been felt across the board. Tomato sellers at the famous Tichiman Central Market in the Bono East region, they've been lamenting the negative effects of the Boko conflict on their trade. A queen mother of the Tichiman Tomato Sellers Association, Nana Sewa Bonsu, says the conflict is adversely affecting their businesses as traders who travel to Burkina Faso through Boko risk losing their lives uh, as they make the journey to simply trade. Correspondent Nana Sabet has more. Who has over the years been an important trading center due to the fact that it is close to two major borders, Togo and Burkina Faso. However, the recent Boko conflicts has scared many investors away from the once vibrant trading center. The effects of this seemingly unending conflict has gone beyond the borders of Boko, as tomato sellers at the famous Tichiman Central Market who travel to Burkina Faso through Bupi say the conflict is slowly putting them out of business as these traders risk losing their lives en route to their destination. Nana Sewa Bunsu is the queen mother of the Tichiman Tomato Sellers Association. The Boko conflict has affected us in diverse ways. Our trading counterparts at North are relocating to the south and we have to risk traveling through Boko to Burkina Faso for tomatoes. Mama Faustina Donko on her part tells me that with the current happenings in the Boko enclave, the only thing that motivates them to embark on this risky trip is the current economic challenges within the country. 
If not for the economic crisis we are currently going through, we wouldn't have been embarking on this dangerous journey. When you watch the happenings on TV, you wouldn't risk traveling there because even the Boko indigents are moving out of the town. So we are appealing to government to intervene for peace to prevail. Until we return from our trip, we are always not at peace. Aside the difficulties the Boko conflict brings to these traders, the high cost of fuel prices at the pumps is also compounding to their economic woes. Ifia Wuswa is a tomato seller here. She wants government to intervene by reducing the prices of petroleum products at the pumps. The high cost of diesel is collapsing our businesses. The prices of tomato is now high due to the cost of petroleum products. So we are appealing to government to come to our aid because we pay a lot of duty when we go to Burkina Faso and this is honestly collapsing our tomato trade. Anna Sabit, Joy News, Tichiman. So that's the impact already being felt uh, from the Boko uh, conflict. And let's um, work the lines again and bring in the Chief Tensi Minister, Stephen Asamoah-Boating. Also on the other line, we have the conflict resolution expert, Emmanuel Bombande, joining us. Thank you so much for your time, gentlemen. I'll start with you, Mr. Asamoah-Boating. So uh, from the briefing I had the Asante Hene give, it appears that he's met both sides separately already. Are we anywhere close to ending the Boko conflict from the briefing that you got? Um, first of all, let me thank you for the opportunity to speak to your network. Um, I met with the team yesterday um, on my own call on him. And in my presentation, I did mention uh, the Boko crisis and thanked him for stepping in to find lasting solutions of peace in the Boko uh, conflict. Uh, indeed, government has uh, made a decision that it should help resolve it for all of us. And I've been on record to say that in matters of chief tenancy, uh, we politicians are, are not the best to handle the experiences. That's why we have chief tenancy institutions. Uh, it's recognized by our constitution, and we have a chief tenancy act 208, act 759. My job as a minister here is to serve the people through the institutions, provide the logistics, provide the coordination, and whatever I can do behind the scenes. But when it comes to customs, it comes to tradition, it comes to age-old issues to do with land, it takes people at the traditional authorities. So we use the institutions and approach him to help out. And indeed, he responds to us that he's already met the two fashions. And he's also met the the, the Mampusis who are resident in the Boko and the, and the, the areas surrounding uh, Boko, basically Busiga, Zimbela, uh, Zimbela, the Arutin party. 
and and they, they've made some headway. Well, interacting with experts on this is an open secret that we have political involvement in this Boko situation. Is it an issue that we are tackling separately as part of these talks? Sorry, I couldn't hear your question. I, I'm, I'm saying that is an open secret that there's political involvement in this Boko situation. Is it an issue you are tackling separately as part of these talks? There, there has been some involvement in the past. That's you're right. Uh, we are not oblivious to that. I have had the opportunity to meet the political actors too. I've met my own brother, Mahama Yalda. I've met Aboka. We've spoken on the phone several times. Um, so I'm aware that the two political uh, parties in Ghana, the main one, uh, need to also understand that it is now our, our business to meddle with the Chiltanzi matter. Um, so we would help with the, the background drop, by backdrop uh, issues, but in terms of getting it from the traditional authorities. Okay. Mr. Samwabwating, we are grateful. Uh, let me uh, quickly uh, touch base with Mr. Bombande also on this. Um, you had called for this particular action to be taken. Are you hopeful that we'll have a Dagbong magic replicated in this situation as well? Uh, thank you, uh, uh, MFA, and uh, good evening to your listeners. I would uh, respond to you by saying it's a very commendable effort, and I take pride in the fact that in Ghana we have traditional institutions that have a mediative capacity, such as uh, Otunfo, Ashanti Hines, uh, moral authority that he has expanded uh, with a good track record, as you mentioned in Dagbon. But let me quickly then uh, come to the subject matter and to say that, one, it is, in my view, uh, quite refreshing to hear the Minister for Chieftaincy Affairs, himself a politician, recognizing that politicians should not have any influence that would be uh, understood as meddling. But let me qualify that. It's not about the role of the politician. It is about the perception that parties have about the role of the politician. And so I hope that politicians have listened to the Chieftaincy Minister, that it is not just about their role, but it is the perception of the parties. For example, if people have taken weapons, violated the laws of the land, have been, not all, but some of them have been apprehended. But it is taking more than a year for the judicial system to hold them accountable. It is not whether or not the politician is stopping the judicial process from happening. But it is the perception that Powerful, influential politicians are the ones who influence the judiciary not to hold accountable those who violate the law. And so you need a comprehensive approach. And that's why uh, we must commend Otufo Ashadihini for creating a space that will be the hub. Well, we are grateful, and this is an issue that we'll definitely be exploring further with the likes of you, Mr. Imano Bombande. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. It's a conflict resolution analyst. Now, barely three months after John News aired the One District Some Factories Hotline documentary, the government has started rolling out interventions aimed at resolving the challenges bedeviling the policy. One of the factories that was badly affected was the Apert Cylinder Manufacturing Company Limited, located at Ewutubriku. Now, over 200,000 cylinders were locked up at the factory because the company was facing unfair competition from a foreign company. Now. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The producer of the documentary, Richard Kodonyako, went back and this is what he found. And so now, if you come to our factory, of course, you'll be shocked. We are now getting to almost close 200,000 cylinders. We cannot send one out. This was the situation with their PEP cylinder manufacturing company, one of the companies under government one district one factory located at Iwutubreku. The company was limping badly when the thought of shutting it down became very imminent. The chief executive of the company was distraught, broken, and felt all hope was lost. But today, the narrative has changed. Following your documentary recently um, on the challenges that we were faced with, by the grace of God, as you speak, the markets have started responding. But your documentary got the government to take some actions, and as we speak, now the pricing levels have come to a normal level, and so we are all playing in the field. The workers are busy putting metals on metals to produce the cylinders. The information I got was that the president himself saw the documentary and he wasn't happy at all about what he saw. So immediately he taxed some officials in government to ensure that the issues are resolved. And as we speak, um, not completely resolved, but at least um, to the extent that we are now able to enter the market and do our business, I think we are on course. Um, they've also lined up a number of things they are working on our behalf. The CEO, Philip Asifo, couldn't thank Joy News enough for producing the documentary that has changed a situation that affected the economies of the local community and the businesses of many. The intervention by government is like a pain relief to them. All these our workers are also I mean, actively doing something. This is what we want. So what you did has now brought back the workers. At least is now keeping people fed in their homes. A number of workers, almost close to getting to 250 workers. Now we are even now moving to the level of expansion. Joy News has been exploring other interventions government has put in place to bring the dead factories under government 1D1F back to life. Deputy Trade and Industry Minister Michael Ochebefi has been speaking to Joy News. We are working so hard to make sure that all the companies that have issues, those issues will be resolved so that they'll be able to uh, do business well and compete in the market and make very good returns on their investments. We, had, we have had engagement with the, the, the management team of, the, of Casa de Europa. They can testify to that fact. Uh, Honorable KT Hammond uh, met them in private and we also met the, the management team. We have had very good discussions and uh, we have also engaged uh, Exim Bank on that issue. Everything that needs to be done is being done to make sure that these companies uh, become very active back in the market to be able to, to work and make the numbers right. So- For Joy News, Richie. 
And the man is in the studio, Sir Richard Kujunyako. Well, you focused on over 20 um, districts of factories in these districts. And out of that, at least we focused on one. I'm sure there's action on more. Tell us. Yes, so my my information is that uh, after the president watched the documentary, he worked with uh, the two-part series, and he was not really happy about the development. And so some on the trade ministry and the people that matter, as far as um, these one district, one factory, are concerned. And so when the trade minister um, assumed office, he invited all the factories that were mentioned in the documentary, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm told that there are interventions with Casa de Ropa, with the others as well. For some of them, they are giving them incentives for others too because they didn't have funds to support or to even start the operations of the factory they've also committed exim bank and so they are in talks with exim bank to release some funds so that the factories would would, would start running okay and we'll be focusing on it uh, thank you very much richard kodunyako we'll go for business when we return we'll talk about potholes more potholes indeed and government has begun work on some potholes across the country following your new series gh potholes exhibition details as we put the spotlight on the potholes at the park grounds runabout in sekindi takrade potholes have been developing the southern part of runabout and northern part of runabout being developed so we are waiting for eastern part of the runabout to develop We'll update you uh, which mm-hmm. potholes have been fixed in the last uh, few days. And George, your face here. George, you know one. I, I think the run uh, in front of the run clinic before you get to the overhead. I think there have been some development there. Because mm. first you to see, is it gullies? Yes, is yeah, the we'll take a walk after. Yeah. Uh, gullies. Now it looks like it's leveled a little bit. I stand to be corrected. So, um, indeed, that song about radio getting results is indeed it getting does get results. So what do you have in the headline, George? Levant's banks and other financial institutions lost more than 50 million Ghana cities due to reported fraud cases for last year. Evans, with staff playing a major role in these issues and uh, prepared to pay more for each liter of uh, diesel and petrol from tomorrow as marketers link the increase to recent challenges with the Ghana city. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Alliance Life and Ghana Pay. Wonderful. When everything worth doing is scheduled, hitting the stop button on your alarm just in time for your morning jog. That happy moment listening to your baby's heartbeat at the doctor's office. On a range virtual meeting with that big client. Buy airtime ahead of time with scheduled airtime service on MTN Momo. You can schedule your airtime purchase of any amount daily, weekly, or monthly by dialing star 170 hash option 3 and follow the process. Or simply dial star 170 star 311 hash for a superb airtime purchase experience. You enjoy 100% bonus airtime anytime you recharge yourself with MTN Momo. Keep on talking with that 100% feeling. So, what are we doing today? MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. 
and my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302 What is it? Some customers have left. Their mobile money payment didn't come. What? Avoid such payment issues with BluePay. BluePay lets you easily receive payments on your mobile device with no e-levy charges. Simply enter your customer's number and the amount to be paid on your BluePay app. The customer will receive the BluePay prompt to confirm with their PIN instantly. Customers can also pay with bank cards using the BluePay POS device. Call or WhatsApp 054-7220-200 or visit bluepay.com.gh to register and get BluePay for your business today. BluePay, never miss a sale. You're welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, banks, specialized deposit-taking institutions and payment service providers lost about 56 million Ghana cities in monetary value for last year. Now, this was captured in the 2022 Bank of Ghana's trends and statistics of reported fraud cases. There is more in this report. The Bank of Ghana's report showed that the loss recorded represented a little over 7% drop in monetary value compared to the 61 million Ghana cities published in 2021. In terms of the number of cases that these institutions recorded, it stood at almost 3,000 compared to a little over 2,000 in 2021. This showed that total number of fraud cases had gone in the banking and financial sectors. According to the Bank of Ghana, there were five major drivers that influence the pickup in fraud cases. These are fraud typologies, manipulation of documents, fraudulent withdrawals. The rest are check fraud, cyber email and cash theft. Another fraud typology, which was also on the increase, was fraudulent withdrawal. Most of the cases recorded in this fraud type had the involvement of staff of banks and special deposit institutions. While staff involvement in fraud persists, the numbers have started trending downwards as a result of strict sanctions imposed by the Bank of Ghana and strong advocacy for improved controls by the sector institutions. 
Well, if you're worried about this development, well, listen to this. The total value of fraud cases reported by payment service providers, especially when it comes to the mobile money business for 2022, amounted to 27 million Ghana cities. Now, this was significantly higher than the 14.2 million recorded in 2021. Now, prepare to pay more for each liter of diesel and petrol sold to you at the pumps from tomorrow. Now, that's according to the Association of Oil Marketing Companies. They are projecting about 3 to 4% hike in prices per liter. Now, this is despite the projected reduction in the price of LPG. Kukwaji Mandia, a chief executive of the Association of Oil Marketing Companies, and he has been speaking with Joy Business. What's happening is that the, the brake crude in the world price is... Um, just went down marginally from $76 per barrel to $75.46 per barrel, which is about 0.8% drop. Then, um, the, what you would like to hear is that the world market price for petrol, for instance, went down by 0.3%, and that for diesel went up by 0.9%. It went down by 0.4%, right? And uh, our dear old Ghana city also de- uh, depreciated by 4.24%. Mm. So, invariably, if you put all together, we expect to have an increase in the petrol and diesel by 8%, largely because of the CD dollar relationship. Ukwa Jumandia is the chief executive of the Association of Oil Marketing Companies speaking on the marketplace and Joy News with Pius Kujo Bakalesto stay on the sector because bulk oil importers are warning of negative impact on fuel prices and product supply over Bank of Ghana's plan to halt dollar sale to its members. The IMF is pushing the central bank to review its policy of selling dollars to bulk oil importers as part of the program reforms. Now they are fears that this could see prices go up significantly in the coming months. Dr. Kweko Fori is chief executive of the chamber and he has been explaining the dynamics to Joy Business. We all know the impact of petroleum products and transportation on inflation. If we go to the central bank, if we go to the commercial bank, source for dollars and they give it to us at that rate, we automatically expect that the same rate will be passed on to the final consumer. And that is where we can find an innovative way and creative way that the central bank have used in previous situations when the country was in a dire need that they provided the BOG, BDC, Forest Auction Program. And we hope that the opportunities that this program brings, that they were suggesting peers of review and evaluation will have the opportunity to be able to engage the IMF and them for them to take a critical look about some of the some of the interventions that they want to introduce, okay. which we think may be inimical to the gains that they've made. Chief Executive of the Chamber of Bulk Oil Distributors, Dr. Kweku Ofori, and the Bank of Ghana is still taking steps to at least uh, support these uh, bulk oil distributors with the required dollars for the operations. And on Wednesday, so... $20 million to the auction to these importers. The bank selling these dollars at the rate of 11 Ghana cities, 27 pesos. The bulk oil distributors have maintained that this support had gone a long way to stabilize prices on the market. 
Now, the IMF is describing as one week government engagement as well as other stakeholders as fruitful. The fund has been in the country since last week to track progress made by government in implementing some conditions under the program. They are expected to bring their weak engagement to an end this week and head to Washington, D.C. Many people will be looking forward to that November meeting to review Ghana's program to see whether we've been able to meet those conditions under the program. And events on PM Express Business Edition tonight, we're talking about pensions, pensions, and sometimes we think it's far away from us, but we'll get there very soon with the Director General of the Social Security National Insurance Trust, that is Dr. Freitin, can actually look at pensions, the bit about contributions, the bit about arguments and proposals that we should see the pension age being reviewed as well, and even your contributions, the basic salary, at the time come to review that one as well. And issues about investments. All these issues on PM Express Business Edition at 9 p.m. with the Director General of SNIT as we talk about pensions and pensions. Well, you don't want to miss that, especially also catch it on our many social media platforms as well, on YouTube and on Facebook. You are live here on Newsnight on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, in the last two weeks, we've been focusing on the terrible state of our roads with our GH Potholes exhibition series. Well, tonight, government says it has taken notice of the state of the roads and has begun a process of finding the funds, but also maintaining some of these roads. Uh, we'll get into the details of this pretty shortly. Uh, let's bring in Muftau with the latest from the world of sports. Uh, yes, uh, even uh, the Black Meteor Day were in an international friendly uh, and uh, they played Egypt in an international friendly earlier today. That game ended 1-1. The Black Meteors themselves had a red card in that game and managed to hold on to play 1-1 there. Well, they did take the lead through Daniel Lefriebania, who scored from the penalty spot. Then the Egyptians did get a penalty, but Ghana's goalkeeper, Dalai Ibrahim, rose to the occasion and managed to save the penalty on the 39th minute. However, um, Dalai Ibrahim did commit a mistake, which led to the Egyptians finding the equaliser. Both sides did give their best, but uh, the game ended 1-1 at the very end. The Black Meteors uh, was part of the preparation for that under-23 Afghan tournament slated for Morocco later this month, and they will continue their preparation in Egypt ahead of that tournament there. And also just a little bit of news coming in Europe. Of course, even you know that Real Madrid have unveiled Jude Bellingham in a fee reported to be some 103 million euros there and uh, he'll be donning Zinedine Zidane's number five jersey and he says he's looking forward to extending the leg Zidane's legacy at Real Madrid uh, over there that's uh, the sports update we have for you and um, the MTN Ashanti festival is on and uh, they have a gala involving 16 communities and um, they have some 20,000 Ghana cities for the winner, some 10,000 Ghana cities for the second place team, and uh, some 5,000 Ghana cities for the third place team. So we'll keep tabs on that and bring you up to speed on what happens. That's it for sports brought to you by Pep Student Herbal and Chaco. Pep Student, every smile matters. Thank you very much. And you're still live here on News Night. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. Let's turn our attentions now uh, to the GH Portos exhibition. And as I've been uh, telling you, 
the government has issued a statement and indicating that yeah, they've noticed and they are fixing the many potholes that has dotted our highways across the country. Uh, we'll tell you details of this particular statement pretty shortly, but first let's turn our attention to the park ground runabout in Takrade, where my colleague Samoko Dubreis reports a runabout has developed deep potholes which are creating lots of inconvenience to motorists. The potholes have been developed in the southern part of Ranabad and northern part of Ranabad are being developed. So we are waiting for eastern part of the Ranabad to develop, which I think that it's a serious thing that we ought to look at. Unfortunately, we can't tie the reason why we can't do this route to Russian and Ukraine war and COVID. We can only tie it to the fact that it's a critical route that needs to be maintained. That's Charles Mintaba, a social commentator in the western region, lamenting how deplorable the Pagrant runabout is currently. This road is critically important as I cited. As we stand here, if you want to go to any part of the city, you can go because all roads coming from any part of the city, New Takwadi, Sekendi, Vodafone, ECG, town, link up to the Pagrants. So that is why I think that it is so critical that we cannot waste time. We have to ensure that this is fixed concerning the critical nature of this road. The Pagrant runabout is a very critical route in the Sekendi Takrade metropolis. A sad story, however, is that the stretch is riddled with potholes. This hole was once small, but it was ignored for several months and has now widened, best described as a king-sized bed capable of accommodating more than two adults. There's even one that has deepened and collects so much when it rains that it looks more like a swimming pool. The power ground runabout here in the Second Itakradin metropolis, named after one of Ghana's founding fathers, George Pargrant. How do we as a country intend to honor his memory? What we've decided to do is to honor him with portals. Several portals surround this roundabout. So, in our estimation, the best way to honor someone who did his best for this country, Ghana, is to rather allow portals to build up around a place we named after him. Charles Mintaba is not happy. So let's assume that Pagran was seated here alive. Will we allow this route to deteriorate to these states? There are people who will not want to pass here just because of the state of this route. So if we named this place after Power Grant, and the actions and its actions of city authorities have gotten to a state that we cannot work on it, and people who would have passed here to honor Power Grant don't pass here, what have we done to Power Grant? So what at all is a problem that city planners cannot fix now? Knowing the critical nature this route is, the critical nature of this route should not have port wells developed around a prominent person who we name after him, Pagrant. And that is why I think that it is a state of emergency. Driver John supplies mineral water in the metropolis. He says it is sad that all the officials of the region use this stretch but have looked on unconcerned. What you say, Gwede Masa? We have complained about the pothole several times, but nothing is done about it. 
If some of my load had not been bought, all of it would have poured onto the road now. Meanwhile, we pay tax. The regional minister, the MPs and other big officials use this road day, but they seem not to care. We are really suffering, buying spare parts, especially our board joints. Especially our board joints. To protect their vehicles from slumping into potholes, some drivers have now resorted to climbing into the perimeter of the roundabout, destroying the cabs. Being in Sekandita Krade, the capital of the region, yet look at the state of our road. This is a disgrace. It must be fixed. We are really suffering. When you move a little, your car scratches the surface of the road because of the potholes. To Charles Mintaba, the city authorities must act quickly to get this fixed. So I appeal to city planners, urban routes, the regional minister and the metro chief executive that this is beyond where we have to allow it to consider the critical nature and why this place was named after a very important person. Well, Ghana's independence cannot be discussed unless it is linked up to Pagran. When will authorities intervene and solve these challenges? Your guess is as good as mine. From the Pagran runabout in Sekendi Takrade for Joy News. I am Samuel Kojo Brace. And well, the Ministry of Roads and Highways, they've issued a statement on this MGH Portals exhibition and it says the attention have been drawn to concerns being raised and it gives an update of some works that are already ongoing. Maintenance works are currently ongoing at the um, following locations, Teshi Tree Blow Road and the Fertilizer Road. And thankfully, my colleague, Hannah Odame, visited that area earlier today. She joins us on the line. Hannah, quickly, give us an update on this ongoing works that the government talks about. NFI, yes. So I saw some portions of the Tribla Road um, where the construction was, was ongoing for, for the filling of the potholes. On the fertilizer road, from end to end, I saw that work was ongoing. The entire road, um, we have the potholes filled, and the asphalt was also being laid on it. But they were concerned. Almost everybody I spoke to said that they are not too concerned about the kind of material used. Because what they are seeing suggests to them that this will not last for long. Once the rain comes down again, the potholes may appear. So they rather prefer to see that quality materials are used for the construction of the roads as well as filling the potholes. So that when it rains or when heavy strikes pass on them, they don't see the potholes or what they call potholes again. Well, that's my colleague Hannah Odame. A look out for her report subsequently. And I'm sure Joe Joe Kobna and the team will be going to the Iran Clinic amongst others to check on works that has been done. And I'm hoping that it will be done at the Dakuman Junction Waterworks area or Doko official town and environs. Then we know that radio really is getting results. Yeah, I see. So without yes. that, radio is not getting results. <laughs> it's getting. <laughs> it's, it's getting. getting, it's getting. We shall get there. We shall get there anyway. <laughs> That's it for news night tonight. Uh, listening up next is a personality profile on Joy 99.7 FM Lexus Bill. David Adrifo is the managing director of Labadi Beach Hotel, and he we're celebrating him uh, today here on the personality profile. <laughs>